Hey, all you people out there in Radio Land. Wait, is it is it Radio Land? It's not, is it? Is it podcast? No, I'm not. We're not calling it that. I hate that. Anyway, thanks for uh, checking out our weird little podcast. We have a pretty good show lined up for you today. Talk a little World Series, a little NBA, and a ton of football. We had a little bit of audio issues with the mics. They're new mics, but we're working on it. Um, but anyway, that's enough rambling for me. Let's start the show. episode of stone sports i am your host bert aka bertleby aka the gutter boy aka bert spacklin i have my host with me as always double say hello dubs hello you like bert spacklin you just kept going on these nicknames <laughs> i know i was like ready to say what i was gonna say and then you're just like fucking kept going i was like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> And Throw my other out. host, your who whose voice you've already heard, your boy, Meech. Say what up, Meech. What up? All right. So, uh, actually, before we get to uh, the sports, I did have one thing I wanted to just kind of throw out here. So, I'm a year late on this, but I finally weighed in on the chicken sandwich where I had the Popeye's chicken sandwich, and it's way better than Chick-fil-A. Just wanted to throw that oh, out there for you. Oh, hands down. Hands yeah, down. It's so good, dude. Like, I only had the spicy one, so, like, the regular one could be lacking, but that spicy, spicy chicken sandwich no. is like, damn, baby, you need to chill. Chick-fil-A's only good sandwiches are spicy sandwich, so I've, even if you only had the spices, you're not, you're not missing anything. I have absolutely yeah. zero input on this. Okay, and moving on to the first topic of the day, which I guess is the World Series, which, uh, Meech, you want to take it away, bro? Yeah, a couple weeks ago, the Dodgers uh, wrapped up a uh, victory against the uh, Rays, and it was victorious. It was, it was great. Um, you know, controversial decision. I mean, it's two weeks ago. You don't want to jump back in too, fo- too, <laughs> too much. But, uh, you know, uh, Snell being pulled, just, I mean, every fan – had to be thinking what the actual fuck when that happened because i'm not a fan and i was thinking that i mean i called double i said hey we just won the game they took snow out nine strikeouts two hits through five and a third and you pull the guy he was cutting through the top half of your order even mookie said it after the game oh they were like one for 17 with 11 strikeouts against him it's a joke that you take that guy out but hey led to us winning world series ending a 32 year old drought and uh couldn't be happier Speaking yeah. of great ahead, decisions, like decisions, it was from a decision from 2020 manager of the year, Kevin Cash, an absolute joke. How do you give him the manager of the year after seeing that decision? This They learned the same thing, and, and I saw a lot of parallels from the Rays and the old Dodgers. They, they used a lot of metrics that worked during the year in the playoffs, and they just don't work as well. You know, your bullpen's overused. Your starters can go longer. I, I just don't understand the thinking, but it felt all too similar to me, a Dodger fan who has seen the Dodgers go to three of the last four and lose. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just you use metrics that are supposed to be meant for the regular season in the postseason, and there's just so many more different variables in the postseason. Yeah, and, like, another thing that was, like, weird, too, is, like, I saw a stat that was, like, Apparently, like, Mookie was at an all-time low against left-handed pitchers for this season. So, it's like, I don't know why they, they pulled him because it's just like that's, a, you know. And as soon as they did, the top of the order very quickly jumped on Anderson and came into relief Snell. I mean, yeah, and I think he had given he had given up runs in all of his appearances. Like, there's just <laughs> it's no great way. great during he... the year, but playoff, yeah. like you said, there's so many more factors going into it. Uh you mentioned that Kevin Cash got manager of the year. Mattingly and I do think he deserved it. I just think you announce these things after the season because who pays attention to any of the stuff after the World Series? It's like that closes the sport. You're on to the next one. Right. And like they did the Gold Glove Awards, the ceremony on the same night as election night. Like it's. Yeah. Dude. Like how much do you not want people to see who the Gold Glove <laughs> Like give me a break. <laughs> so, You're a diet. You're like everyone claims you're a dying sport let's let's kill it more 
Yeah, I mean, they do it so that they can stretch out content to throw on MLB Network, but it's just like, yeah. no one cares. I get that, like, but half these people content. are watching MLB Network. Yeah, I mean, every sport does it. Like, the NHL does it. Like, everyone does that shit, but, you know, it's like Meech said, it's just off-season content for them. Like, that's, I think it's only real purpose. Oh, it is. It is Some of sure. my favorite off-season content as far as, but Alex Cora getting rehired. <laughs> Red Sox went out, got their guy back, went down yeah, to Puerto Rico to woo them themselves. Kane Bloom <laughs> went down there, Hiam went down to Puerto Rico to make sure Alex Cora came back to Boston. He's Bloom's guy, and we're gonna move forward with Cora and Bloom. Couldn't be more excited. Let me let me ask you that: Why fire the fucking guy? Like, you if you're to. just going yeah, to that's rehire a relevant him, point. the optics Image. don't look better. It doesn't look better. It doesn't, but I think at the time they just had no other choice but to because Hinch got fired, Beltran got fired. They just felt like they had to. I would have said, we're standing by our guy. We've investigated the situation, found out we're all good here. And I agree that too, but guy. the only reason that that like seems better is because like for Cora's benefit, you see that his team had his back. But if they went out and got Cora back anyway, then he clearly didn't care that much. I mean, and that's that's what I'm saying. It's pointless. Anyway, let's move on from Boston because Jesus. <laughs> um, Larusa was also hired as the Chicago White Sox new manager, replacing Rick Renteria again. And in another Chicago franchise, they've moved on from Rick Renteria right before they're basically on the cusp to that next step: the playoffs, the World Series, etc. So does, uh, you feel bad for Rick Renteria a little bit there. Does he get another job after this? Oh, he'll for sure get a job. He's he's done yeah. great in both spots, and then they moved on for him for reasons that they just didn't feel like he was the right guy. But this guy is a manager in the MLB. I definitely feel bad for him. He needs a young team. He can definitely communicate, motivate with a young, good team. And I think anyone that's looking for a manager that has a young core should definitely look I mean, at him. I mean, he proved that with the White Sox. They went out and traded all of their star players. Like when they traded Sale from Moncada to us, and he put together a young core that and worked with them. And like you said, they're right on the cusp. Yeah, and he just keeps getting fired. So Larusse is the guy there. A lot of controversy as to that. Is he too old? I don't know how old Rick Renteria is, but they, I feel like they should be around the I same. Think I'm, on I'm, on the I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I want to say he's late fifties, early sixties, somewhere around there. But I I can't remember. I remember Googling hold, please. I'm on it. I wanted to see his where else he had been like before both Chicago stops. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of it was analytics, and, like, he was the original analytics guy. He was the guy that brought in a lefty to face a lefty, would make a game unbearable with how many times he went to the damn bullpen. So he's, in that respect, he has it locked down. I feel like it, I feel like he's definitely there. He's 58, just, by the way. Yeah, I'll leave. All right. And LaRusse is 70? I don't know. I'll check. Hold up. Uh, close to it if he's not. Yeah, I think he's like 68, 70. But so, I mean, I guess there is that. Will he be able to connect with these players? Especially, I you know, you feel like he kind of kind of left uh, St. Louis, you know. I mean, I, he had been there a while, but it feels Forever. like they were so ready to move on to Matheny at the end of his Yeah, team. it did feel like that. Like, he, they were just done with Whoa, He's fucking 76. Okay, so really? he's 76. Yeah. That's quite a bit of difference, actually. So Do we know how long the deal was off the top of our heads? No, I don't. I don't. I believe it's a five-year deal. Yeah, that's genius. Yeah, that sounds about right. So Larus is hired there. Uh, so I mean, there's that. We'll see what he's gonna do with these these players. Uh, but he is a Hall of Famer. At the end of the day, you can't take that away from him Absolutely. for sure. And he's been uh, around. AJ Hinch gets the job in Detroit. Does anyone care? Like, I, absolutely nope. not. No, I don't care <laughs> about the like, Tigers. Should I, I care? care? Is there a reason Hinch. why I should care? They I, haven't I, shown one. Yeah, I mean, they've been in a perpetual state of rebuilding ever since Dombrowski left. They've been rebuilding, yeah, like you said, forever. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Dombrowski, he is not going to be a candidate for any of the GM openings the other day I saw. Yeah, I I think he he has his eye on something else, I think. I saw something on Baseball Network, uh, MLB Network, that he was going to do something else. But I don't really know too much about what I saw. I could care less, to be honest. Yeah. I think the, it's an expansion uh, team 
that he's going to work on. But anyway. He won't be going to the Mets, but who will be, Birdie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was waiting yeah. for you guys to bring this up. I'm, I'm so excited, and I, I, I have so much to say. I mean, it's just nice to have, like, like okay, so, like, right from jump, like, he's like, yep, I bought the team. And, you know, they're like, we, it's going to take 10 days to finalize the deal. And he basically, and obviously I'm using more colorful language than he would have used, but he basically was like, you know, no, motherfucker, this is going to take, like, four days because I want to go out and buy some fucking free agents. Which, like, just to hear a Mets owner say that alone is like such a, a change a, to it is a box. beacon of hope and light <laughs> like it is just ridiculously wonderful and then you know he comes out and says like we're going to restructure the entire front office we're going to beef up the analytics department which like you know he, analytics he is out analytics isn't everything but like they definitely needed a beef up there and yeah and then you know like a couple days later like here you are and and now they need a new gm I mean, I don't, they've got a couple people who are like scouts. I can't remember their names. Double. I got. A, I think I got a you know who they are, right? Yeah. yeah so, uh, Bobby Heck is a special assistant right. at Tampa Bay right now. He's considered their best scout. And, and I think he was he was for like the A's at some point too, right? Or was it the Astros? Uh, that, it was somebody. That was Billy Owens. Billy yeah, Owens. Billy Owens. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. A really long time. He spent the last two years as an assistant GM. And um, I mean, that makes sense close to me. To, People you know? close to Alderson have said that he's a favorite for the job. Uh, another one is Chris Young, and um, he's currently the senior VP of on-field operations for the MLB. Mm-hmm. He used to Padres back in the day. Meech. Uh, he was also a Dodger. Beautiful. <laughs> he He's also rumored to be in the front of the candidate. Yeah, I Should mean, be- like, it makes sense player. to me if you get a, a – a a scout but it's it's i don't know you know like i'm sorry but as a mets fan it's it's hard to be optimistic it's easy to be excited but it's hard to be optimistic does that make sense like they're two separate feelings to me like yeah absolutely you know i'm sure it is nice to see though like you said that cohen seems like he's ready to be aggressive and you guys already have there that if he goes out and gets some big time free agents or get some good guys drafted that you guys could be competing for a while. Right. And it's like, that's the thing. It's like all the other stuff, like, cool. Yeah. New GM. Cool. You know, you want to get a new like coach. Cool. You know, you want to do whatever. Cool. But like going out and like spending money on free agents and shit like that to me right. is the biggest thing. Cause that's just such a massive change from everything else we know. So, Fair. you know, let's go Mets, bro. That's like really all I have to say about that, to be honest with you. But uh, definitely, I mean, a couple I know other when, openings when still sold the Dodgers. There was definitely a sense of optimism, optimism, optimism. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that uh, that you saw in Dodger fans. But so the Mets now one of the four open positions for GM as well. You have the Angels, the Mets, the Phillies, and the Marlins all looking for GMs. Yeah, which and the definitely Angels complicates it a little bit. It does, and the Angels interviewed what twenty people for that position already. Yeah, I think I it was mean, like been interviewing people something for, like that. It's I thought it was over twenty now. I think you should oh do that God. though, because like it's kind of like like free information. You know what I mean? Like you kind of just get like free strategies, or yes. you get to see how other people's brains work. You know what I mean? Like I don't so really think there's a problem the matter, with that. My thought on the matter is. You should have an idea of who you're gonna hire. I mean, sure. yeah, it's not even like you've heard reports that they're super serious on any of those twenty candidates. It's just you keep hearing that they keep bringing people in and bringing people in and bringing people in, but they're not. Right. You don't hear that they're getting closer to it with anyone. Right. I mean, you fire a GM after you nix his off-season deal of getting Jock and um, Ross Stripling <laughs> for essentially nothing, and then you don't have any idea who you're replacing him. You're just like he had to get out of the building. He was the worst. You have no idea who you're talking about, like to replace him now, and it's just like, okay, I guess that's fine. So, I mean, this you have the Angels, the Mets, uh, Phillies, and the Marlins all looking for new. The Marlins situation is interesting because it just was basically a disagreement in price that they were at. The, the, they just didn't agree to terms on how much he should get paid. It seemed like. Yeah, I didn't even hear much about that. Yeah, me neither, to be completely honest with you. But that's interesting. I mean, that's you feel like Wait, you so, come up with something, right? Like you could arbitrate in some way and get, get a deal done. But maybe they just really I, didn't want a deal done and kind of just like 
You know what I mean? Like, like let it just die. Said, yeah, yeah, that's possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you you chose this guy to rebuild your team. Um, you know, you went from worst to playoffs last year. Right. You would think they would have some kind of, you know, sense to sign him, but apparently not. Uh, so that I think wraps about the uh, MLB. Wraps up the MLB. Um, some NBA news, but not too much. They did agree in principle to a twelve twenty two start uh, date and a seventy two game season. That would include whole... Christmas Day games as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's like their bread and butter, right? That's the right. big money there. Yeah, that's. I like mean, what everyone's wanna... sitting around with their family and food, unwrapping gifts, and you get to watch the NBA all day. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, it's kind of like NFL owns Thanksgiving. They right. own NBA owns Christmas. Yeah, but a December twenty second start, a May sixteenth end, and they want the finals to be over by July twenty second, so that they have no competition with the Summer Olympics when they start on July twenty third. <laughs> they are going right up against <laughs> that, yeah, right to the wire, right there, right on the, right down to the fucking wire, the nitty gritty. <laughs> Well, and like you guys said, it's all about the money. They're rumored to be about $500 million in that deal to make it so that they, the players and owners both agreed, listen, we need to do this sooner than and later. The, we need and to that, not compete with the Olympics. That money that they would be losing is a 50-50 split between the owners and the Players Association. So it's got equal amount of value on both ends for them to make a deal. Yeah, I, I I think they'll they'll make a deal. They'll make it happen. It's just gonna be like tight as shit. Like I just I don't think they can afford a situation in which they don't make a deal. So like something's gonna get done. Yeah. Well, they agreed in principle to it. They just need to work out a couple of the financial decisions. They moved back the deadline already today. So they yeah, a deal is going to be imminent. It seems like. Yeah, like there's they can't done. afford for like to not go down. So like it's it's gonna go down. It's just a matter of like how soon is it gonna happen? Which I guess. And how close is the NHL now to finalizing all of their stuff? It's it's like typical NHL shit. Like there is literally like no news. Like the NHL <laughs> is so typical about like you know you think always, about, yeah like you think about like injuries they'll like they'll be like it's upper body it's like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> you know what I mean like that's so is fucked it up arm? You know? is it his shoulder yeah is it right his is it his well, soul like what the fuck does that mean at it and we decided it's just an upper body injury like they're fucking famous for that shit but I mean I trust that they'll get something done like they handled the playoff bubble like so fucking well that like. They'll get something done. I just who knows what it's gonna be, and just like the playoffs, they'll probably just sneak up on you. They'll just one day get a notification on your phone that oh, they're starting on this date. Exactly. Like I'm gonna wake up and it's gonna be like December first or fucking whatever. It's probably gonna be more like January, bro. So it'll probably be like a 40 game season. They'll probably like half the season or some shit, and then just do the playoffs. But you know, whatever. We'll see what happens. I guess that brings us to the uh, the old the football. Yeah. Hockey operates under the radar. Let's get to something that absolutely <laughs> fucking does not. Oh, yeah. It does not football give a absolutely fuck about COVID. Television and sports world every single weekend and into the week. And it started with Aaron Rodgers absolutely dismantling the 49ers on Thursday night football. I mean, it was a big oof, bro. Like, he went yeah, 25 was... 31, 305 yards, four touchdowns, and the 49ers just had absolutely zero answer for him or Devontae Adams. Yeah, like I watched I didn't honestly I didn't even watch the whole fucking game. Like yeah, I think I watched like no 15 point. minutes of it. Yeah, and that's exactly what I said to myself. I was like, why am I watching this right now? Like there's yeah. literally no point. I'll just catch the fucking highlights tomorrow. Like it was 49ers returned no starters from the playoff game. They only ran for 55 yards. The Packers had the ball for 36 minutes and 30 seconds. It was just complete domination. Yeah, yeah just even goodness. watching it, you just felt that they were just overmatched. They just weren't in it ever. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they had a, a hoop in hell, as they you say. You know who was in it? The Jaguars. <laughs> what in, in place of Minshew, my boy, comes in and brings Houston down to the wire in one of the games that nobody could really give a fuck about in the NFL this week. <laughs> well, no one could give a fuck because Minshew wasn't there, and for exactly. some reason, he, draws he just makes crowd. you want to watch the game. Yeah. He does. He's he's a money maker. Yeah, you, you sure. see him on the field. You see that mustache, the swagger. 
you just gotta watch the swagger. <laughs> he's like a southern. He's like a southern Baker Mayfield with a mustache. <laughs> yeah. There you go. He's like a cooler Baker. Yeah, and I mean, like, I don't know, dude. Every time I watch the Texans, like, and they may not even be that bad, but every time I watch them, I'm like, this is just so fucking boring. Like, they're such a shit show. Like, that's just one man's opinion. I don't want to piss off the great state of Texas, but that's how I feel. <laughs> well, you're not talking about the Cowboys. So you should yeah, be good there. Fair enough. But we'll get to I that mean, eventually. The Texans just don't they don't do anything and they should because Deshaun Watson's a great quarterback. Right. You know, but they just there's nothing there. They're just I mean there was they had fucking Hopkins and they traded him for David Johnson who had two carries today. Yeah. I mean, I like, mean super impactful running back. You always trade picks for those guys. Picks and stars. Oh, don't forget. God. The Jack the Jaguars gave up seventy five yards in penalties, but they only had four penalties. Lord. When you just shoot yourself in the foot like that constantly. Yeah, I'm shocked they didn't try and push Watt out there for a second rounder. This team has no draft capital. That first round pick is going to Miami, which is why they're testing out Tua, which I mean Tua looks Tua looked great. Tua did look great. Tua went twenty of twenty eight, two touchdowns, two hundred forty eight yards. He carried the ball seven times for thirty five yards, which isn't it's not substantial, but it's nice to see for a guy that had leg injuries in college of the day your quarterback i don't know if you want him out there running all the time i don't think that but like i said seven for 35 like just having the option if it's open is always an added benefit for an offense oh it's huge and i mean you've seen it with russ throughout the years i mean you've seen him have the ability to diagnose the situation and and escape and i think Tua did that really well you don't want to run too much you don't want to depend on it but if it's available it's a dangerous dangerous weapon that your team possesses and kyler had it <laughs> 11 carries 106 yards on the ground he had a touchdown to add on to it uh cardinals outgained miami 442 to 312 and still lost so i mean yeah what does that tell you yeah and then there's the the Chiefs Panthers game, which was I thought was a really good game. It was one of the better games of like that. I guess you want to call it block. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was yeah. real I mean, tight. You know, it you, was you gotta game. love Matt Rule as a coach. This is what He's you want as a young great. franchise. Uh, you want a, a guy who doesn't throw out the you know this isn't my team method or you know whatever the hell you throw out there. This guy just wants to win, and he coaches his team, and they, they're in every game. And Brady and, from LSU, the offense hasn't looked bad this season either with Bridgewater, and they had McCaffrey out for a while and still managed pretty well with Mike Davis. Although I think that actually helped them. I think they were so dependent on McCaffrey before he went out, it kind of stalled their offense. They were so Forced involved in getting options. him the ball. The first few drives of this week looked so good because they used him in spots that they needed to use him in, but not for every single, right. you know. Yeah, like right. when you have a really great player, they can sometimes like become a crutch because like the rest of the players don't like don't have to elevate their game. You know what I mean? Where it's like once they're gone, like everyone kind of elevates their game a little bit. And then if you bring them back, it's like everyone's firing on all cylinders. You know what I'm saying? I mean, McCaffrey did come back and do what everyone expects him to do. He had 150 yeah. plus all-purpose yards. He had 10 catches. He had 69 yards on the ground. He had a touchdown through the air and on the ground. And like I said uh, to you guys off recording, if the Panthers had controlled the ball and kept time of possession in their favor, they'd be close in this game, and they had 17 minutes more time of possession than the Chiefs in that game. 38 to 21, and they led the whole first half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the whole first half, I was like, oh, shit. Like, is this we, might be We were talking day. about it. Like Hill and Mahomes just didn't look like they're on the same page in the first half. Yeah, but... they don't. But if you look at the stats, like they fucking right. definitely they, were. They still, they still just click, and he still gets 100 <laughs> yards every game and a deep touchdown. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, Dude, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are like, top. if you're in a boat and you're throwing chum off, you know there's gonna be sharks in the water. Like you yeah. know they're coming at some yeah. point. So yeah. you see that lead that the Panthers had, and you're like, it doesn't matter to me like they're gonna this, flip they're yeah. so good and now even on offense or on defense they have they they have enough to be able to stop someone when they need to and that that is what wins championships offense that puts up points defenses that can get stops when they absolutely need to and they're gonna be right back in the conversation this year to repeat 
because yeah, of, I mean, I think they're the only team where every they're everyone's no doubt they're they're going back because yeah, throughout the 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 league, you you don't know who's for real, I've, who's not, what numbers are real, what not, what what's not. Uh, you know, it it just there's a lot of of smoke and mirrors AFC out there. Championship game could be Steelers Chiefs though, and that game could come down to the wire. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would be that would be a great game from the Phenomenal looks of it. Game. Yeah, great sure. offense, best offense versus the best defense. It'd be something to see. Yeah, and what about those Steelers beating the Cowboys? That was a hard get for them, right? <laughs> it shouldn't, shouldn't have been that hard if you really think about it. it. That's that's why I'm laughing because it really shouldn't be. It Gary really really Gilbert shouldn't be. Quarterback, I, that that sounds like a cartoon name. That sounds like a nerd in a cartoon. You beat that gets beat up by the bully and stuffed in the locker. That's Garrett Gilbert. He is not a starter. Oh my god! Four o'clock p.m. for the Dallas Cowboys against the eight and Pittsburgh Steelers. That that's not Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, his name does sound like um uh fucking what's Kyle's cousin's name in South Park? And it like oh Kyle that dude. Oh, like, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> or uh, uh, or uh, somebody message me when we post this and, and and tell me his name. Or uh the dude from Hey Arnold, you know the like mouth breather dude that's always like behind <laughs> whatever her name is is like. <sighs> Olga? Yeah, Olga. always behind Olga. Olga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's who that dude is for sure like 100 percent. i mean there are a bunch of games where like not a whole lot like really <laughs> happened like the lions vikings game like but that then... game was really not fun to watch i mean dalvin no. cook and, dalvin, and... What dalvin cook does he had 200 plus yards the vikings have won three straight despite starting 0 and five i mean they they're starting to put it together a little it's bit. It's the uniforms, bro. It's the dark, fresh uniforms. Is... <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Vikings, though. I'm not either, at all. But those uniforms can't. are lit, man. Come on, you got to give it up for that. They're unique. Yeah, I like it when teams have different color uniforms. I mean, the Vikings look good. Chargers looked really good today. Um, Chargers they... look good every week. Those jerseys pop no matter what. Yeah, they're dude. So... Yeah, they're they pretty found lit. a way to... They found a way to lose in in uh, Chargers fashion, didn't they? Yeah, I was gonna say like that. That's, I mean, that's the, this is the way. That's my guy, but I, I just feel so bad for him because it's like you watch him play and he's like he's playing. He looks good. He's got swagger and he's fucking throwing it down. And then at the end of every game, there's just like the inevitable like sad boy shot of his face, just like <laughs> come on, man. Just like we said with Daniel Jones, the sad boy shot. Just. Yeah. Yeah, it dude, hits. it's inevitable, like, every fucking every, week. Every single week, you're going to get that one shot where you're just like, ah, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and then, I mean, you know, other games that were, I, I don't know, like the Bears-Titans game, Bears-Tits. Like, that was, like, pretty uneventful for me. Didn't really, you know, I was, like, that checked out of that one pretty was, early. Yeah, I mean, you had the complete opposite ends of the spectrum, though. Tannehill only threw 21 right. times. Bulls threw 52. And Derek Henry was held under 100 yards for the fourth time this year. Uh, the other defenses to do it besides the Bears were the Steelers, the Bills, and the Jaguars. And then let's see. I mean, Broncos, Falcons, that was – I mean, there was actually some cool shit that went down in that game. Though. Like, I'll give it up. Like, there were some long balls, and, and it was pretty cool to watch. But I just don't really care about either of those teams. So I don't kinda, particularly either. You know? It's but like, I mean, the defense is just constantly trying to keep them in the game. Every single Drew Locke is like Russell Wilson, where I swear to God, in talent, dude. You kidding me? I mean, no, no, no. (laughs) You better back this up with some info. (laughs) No, I just mean, I just mean, in the fourth quarter, it's almost like his coach goes, "Go out there and win the game," because this is the second time he's almost come back. All right. Okay. Okay. Fair. I mean, I'm not saying he's like Russ. He Russ looked is the MVP. horrible Rocks, in the very first Very new, half, I get it. But I'm just saying in the manner where he's like, okay, you're, you can go out there and try and win the game finally. It's starting to look like him and Judy are getting on the same page. Before the injury, Judy had a 100-yard game, and now his second week back from the injury, Judy gets another 100-yard game. you got to like to see that if you're a Broncos fan. Yeah, and less drops this week, I feel like. I, I didn't watch the whole game, but I know – I've seen a couple drops and huge moments for Judy in the past few games. They, they didn't seem to be there this game. I mean, it's just a shocker. Atlanta didn't blow it. Yeah, <laughs> they've, they've been absolutely cursed since 28-3. 28-2-3, sorry. 
but they we killed them. They'll never be the same. That franchise is dead. <laughs> they'll never win another title. Speaking of uh actually they'll never win a title because of the Falcons. <laughs> Speaking of a Jesus. dead franchise, how about the Giants Washington football team game? I still can't get used to saying Washington football team, by the way. Like every single time just, I want to say it. It's just like every single time. And like when I do say it, like I want to be like Washington football team because it just sounds so fucking it's stupid. So like it's we so like, fucking stupid. MLS has DC United. They don't have Washington football club. <laughs> Washington football club. Washington football team sounds like you just gave up. Yeah, because like, like, ah. WFC like is not take. too bad. WFC is not too bad. Like you could actually like make some cool logos with that too. But like WFT, just it just sounds, sounds like awkward. it's like like a dyslexic person was trying to say like what the fuck and ended up saying like what fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just sounds wrong when you hear it. Also, you want to just confuse the shit out of anyone who came from England or Europe anywhere. Like, wait, Washington Football Club? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, you would probably stop getting some hate from the soccer fans because they love to hate on football, you know? Yeah, they'd be like, we have a team. And then the Redskins would actually have a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brutal. Brutal like that fucking injury, dude. That shit was brutal, bro. Like, it was brutal. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't... Redskins are cursed to have just absolutely gruesome quarterback leg injuries. <laughs> yeah, like, it, I don't know. Like, it didn't it, look it, as it, bad. It did come back. Deisman was done, and Alex Smith played today. So, I don't know. Kyle Allen, best wishes. <laughs> it didn't look as like graphic as the like mascot injury but like if you pay attention and like if you've ever had like a fucking knee injury like that shit is like you know how much it hurts and like just the way the defender flew in there i was like yeah it looked like a rough hit to begin with but then and then like when we were watching the games earlier they tried to say it was like just a dislocated ankle or some shit and i was like bullshit his his ankle his might be ankle. dislocated, but that fucking knee is destroyed, bro. Like well, that shit is blown ankle, out. They said his ankle moved the wrong way. When I saw the replay, I was like, "No, that's what an ACL MCL thing." Yeah, right yeah, bro. That's some bullshit. If I've ever yeah, heard. no, his knee went the wrong way. That's, that's <laughs> his entire fucking leg, dude. Like, yeah, it like goes like limp halfway through it, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like that kind of shit happened to me when i you know was a kid playing hockey and shit and like my knee's still fucked up but you know i'm not a professional athlete i'm just saying like i know what it looks like when your leg goes away it's not supposed to fucking go and i know what it does and it ain't just a dislocated ankle so like you can fuck off with that shit like right now like you ain't telling the truth doctor piku the gutter boy over here apparently that's right that's right that's right yeah i'm a doctor and i'm telling you that knee is fucked (laughs) aging doctor spacklin Burt Spacklin, MD. If that guy was coming in to perform surgery on me, I'd be like, um, can we get a different doctor? Good. I'm good. But I think I'm just going to Yeah. Shit, I think, you know what? It's feeling better. What do you mean? I'd be a great doctor. Not with that name, dude. Come on. I love you, but come on. <laughs> All right, all right. Fair Alex enough. Smith fair came enough. into that game after Kyle Allen left and threw three interceptions. Yeah, that was super to tough, giant. dude. Because they almost like they almost clawed their way back. Because in the first half, in the first like, it might have even been in the first quarter. I was like, no way, Washington football team is gonna win this game. Like, there's just no fucking way. And then, like, all of a sudden, you look and it's like, what? It's like twenty three to twenty or some shit like that. And then he just throws back to back interceptions like he threw one and then they got the ball back, they got the ball back and, and then he threw another one <laughs> if any if i thought anyone in that game was gonna pull that shit i thought it'd be daniel jones but he didn't even have a turnover today <laughs> yeah no, I mean, no sad God, boy we... shots for daniel jones that's for sure no kidding this guy is a turnover machine and did not do it today you like to see that turnaround if you're a giants fan i mean i don't know who is a giants fan but if you are then you yeah. like to see that yeah, they know. were around for a little bit when they beat us when we were gonna be undefeated. You they mean came they, out beat, of... they beat you twice? Yeah. Hey, I remember. They that. were still around for the first one though. 
They, two, they stuck around for like four years. So they're like, ah, we beat the Patriots. Let's see what these Giants can do. And then they beat us again. And they're like, oh, shit. Eli Manning's great. And then he. Well, then they were him. like, we should get rid of Coughlin for this clown. Uh, I that was really remember. my downfall. Yeah. The fuck was that guy's name? I don't even know, but Hold, I Hold, I'm on it. Keep talking. Sideline. I know. I can see his face. And, and they were so quick face. to usher Tom out of town, too. They're like, I think it's best we move on. McAdoo. Ben McAdoo. I got it. There we go. Pulled that yeah. shit. Glad that guy Glad that guy ushered out the Tom Coughlin era in New York. It's been great <laughs> since. Which ushered in Saxonville and Jacksonville, which is already over. <laughs> Saxonville and Jacksonville is fun to say, though. Bro. It Come came on. as quick as it went. And it is gone as quick as it appeared. It took every inch of restraint not to make a joke about Meech's mom when you said that. Like, every inch wow. of restraint. So, I mean, wow. listen, in therapy, we call that progress, bro. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you making Thanks. progress. I'm, I'm working on me, man. I'm working on me, you know? I'm working I'm on me. We can it's, be it's... here for your progress. <laughs> Anyway, back to football. Yeah. Jesus Christ, we get off topic so quickly here. Hey, man, uh, it was just turned into a little bro session. Yeah, yeah come on, man. This is supposed to be a love circle, man. You're always trying to make it a hate circle, jam bro. Session. I mean, I there's not the much else bro. to talk about as far as, like, you know, game recaps go. There's the Ravens-Colts game, which I'm sure Double has a lot to say about for some reason, which I can't understand, but, you know, I know my guy. The Ravens-Colts game was a tough one for me because I was – absolutely certain the Colts were going to win that game. Explain, uh, because I was not, and I would love to know why you think that. Well, I, the Ravens had a lot of people out with COVID in the middle of the week. Like, Humphrey wasn't supposed to play. There was a bunch of positive tests. And, I like, I saw Jackson throw four turnovers, not throw four turnovers, but have four turnovers the previous week, and I just, I don't know, I was, I was feeling like Indiana could pull it off, and they went out there and laid a fucking egg. Philip Rivers went 25 of 43 for 227 and a pick. The uh, defense looked great in the first half. They stopped Lamar Jackson. And then in the second half, they just forgot how to do anything unless your name's Darius Leonard. And the Colts got blanked in the second half. It was, what, 10-7 at halftime? Or did the Ravens take the lead before the half? I don't even, I don't even remember what the score was at halftime. I, I was kind of... I want to say it was 10-7 in 10-7 sounds about right. It wasn't yeah. out of hand for sure. Right. And then the final was 24-10. The Colts just got planked in the second. Yeah, second yeah, because I remember when we were watching the game, like, at one point, like, full disclosure, we were playing Apex while we were watching the games. And Double at one point goes, yo, dude, like, they haven't scored in the second half. And I was just like, what? <laughs> they fucking just got blanked, dude. Like, they, they look... Like, that's like, fucking crazy. A well-oiled machine in the first half, but they looked like they could do something against the Ravens. Right, defense. yeah. They yeah they didn't but look terrible. They just didn't look I, great. That poses the question that I want to ask you guys, is if you're Indiana and you're spending a first-round pick this year on either a quarterback or a wide receiver, which one do you prioritize? I mean, T.Y. Hilton's a joke as a receiver. As a number one receiver, he just has that's not what I'm showed saying. up. He hasn't yeah, done anything that's, that's, I got. That's I actually I got into say. an argument with some guy on fucking YouTube of all places this week. <laughs> I was expecting you to say Twitter, and then you said YouTube. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was fucking deep in my shit. I, was, I, I don't even know what fucking video it was on, but it was something about Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to say that T.Y. Hilton was better than Devontae Adams, and I got into a whole argument with him. I was like, where the fuck? T.Y. Hilton been the last four years. How long did yeah, the argument go hasn't... on for? He hasn't uh, not been there. That, like, I had one long message. He answered. I had another long message, and then I got nothing back. So not long. I was just hoping you would be like, oh, it was like six in the morning when I finally said, fuck this. <laughs> no, he, he wanted no part of me. He probably realized that he did not want that. Well, yeah, I mean, my, I mean, my answer is the same as wrong. Each. Like, T.Y. Hilton has not fulfilled expectations in the slightest. That being said, to answer your original question, right. you got to go quarterback. Philly Ribs is not he's, so you he's don't not think there if he anymore. Can, if he can go another year, that's you don't a good think point. Him. No, like, if he does I think retire. they need to move on and find their next quarterback, man. I that's, think that, that's too, a, I don't, that's Andrew a Luck's point. not going to walk through that door. Yeah. 
absolutely not, dude. Andrew Luck's not walking through that door. Philip Rivers is walking through the door the other way. And Brissett's not the answer. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to you got to figure it that is the most important position in basically all of sports, honestly. The quarterback plays such a pivotal role. Yeah. If you don't have one, you got to get one. Yeah, no that that's that's a really good point. I mean, my original answer was going to be wide receiver cuz I just always feel like comfortable with it like it's a safe pick but you're you're absolutely right like given their situation like that's that's what they have to do like I don't see how you have a a you know another decision to make there but then again you know I've seen dumber decisions made in my lifetime Blake Chris Ballard is a, yeah, is a exactly is that's a what solid I GM I don't know if he's gonna make that mistake Dude, but sometimes that shit happens, dude. Like, you have really good general managers that, like, they just get hosed. Like, they either hose themselves or, like, you know, someone comes along and just, like, pisses on their forehead. I don't know. Ballard is great, but the Andrew Luck Luck retirement threw a huge wrench in his plans. Oh, absolutely. He built a beautiful wall in front of Andrew Luck so that he doesn't get injured anymore. And then all of a sudden he's gone. Bye. Yep. You're Chris Ballard if that happens. You got to go back to the room, the war room, get everyone out, lock the doors, and just be like, fuck. Yeah, just one really loud yell of fuck. And then he just regains his composure and unlocks the door and walks back (laughs) out. That's the only way I would have been able to cope with it. Absolutely. It was an unfortunate situation. But, I mean... Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, you know who I'm waiting to get picked up as a GM somewhere? John Dorsey. He got ushered out of, you know, the Browns organization so quickly. He did a good job while he was there. I, I honestly think that he did a good job. Like he made face. one mistake hiring Freddie Kitchens, <laughs> but I don't like his face. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I don't know. I, I, I totally get it. What's the fucking Jets coach's name? What's that Adam fucker's Gase. name? Adam Gase. I fucking hate that dude's face. Good he looks like a fucking. Yeah, he looks like a fucking like active shooter, bro. Like he just looks fucking <laughs> insane to me. Man. Oh, like, Jesus. Yeah, sorry, that was real dark. I apologize. I, I really do. Don't hate me for that one, but like. He does though. He does though, right? Like I'm not crazy. Like I look at that guy and I'm like, like, yo, like we need to do background checks on him. We need to take away his guns for sure. Like we need to take away his guns for sure, dude. Like you pull a rubber band back as far as about to go, and you're like, ah, if I pull more, is it gonna snap? That's Adam Gates. He's (laughs) right there. Exactly. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's crazy as shit. Well, I mean, we got one more game to talk about. I guess save the best for last, right? Which is the uh, Seahawks Bills game. And that was uh, quite a game. It was. The Bills were laying it on the Seahawks in the first half. Yeah, like, good God almighty. Yeah, like we said earlier, we were playing video games, just talking, watching the games, and every few seconds, Birdie was like, oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) The Bills are just laying it on the Seahawks defense. Which, before we get into any stats here, does that, that begs the question, is the Seahawks defense good enough to get them to the NFC championship, let alone the Super Bowl. Well, it's funny because I'm taking notes halfway through that game and I was watching red zone. So I was, I was kind of bouncing around, but it was on that game a lot just because of the the fantasy impact. And it was just a genuinely good game. Yeah. And there was a lot happening, you know? Yeah. The bills were giving it to the first. The Seahawks came back and you know, it's, but yeah, halfway through that I wrote after they had not given up a touchdown and then gotten even, I wrote, oh, maybe the Seahawks defense with Adams back and Dunlap acquired from Cincinnati is exactly what they need, which we talked about earlier with the Chiefs is a defense that will stop when it needs a crucial stop. And then they fell apart. (laughs) And the collapse. Yeah. To the collapse. Yeah. And I mean, like, your boy Russell Wilson got, like, beat up in that game. Beat up. He had four turnovers. Four yeah. turnovers. I think he got hit 16 plus times. I mean, oh, he, Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. And that was Russell Wilson. They also had absolutely zero run game without Chris Carson. Yeah. yeah Chris like, Carson gone and Carlos Hyde is really killing this offense yeah. right now but because the they. Bills and the Seahawks combined had under 100 yards rushing. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that that is crazy. And, and they that, were giving it to Homer. He just didn't do anything. No, 
Dude, that that and the last game, uh, hit on him was so brutal. I know I keep bringing it up, but like if you go watch it, it like I mean, he just fucking destroyed him, dude, and took the ball from him too. Like, yeah, he's also like, give me that shit. I'm going the other way. <laughs> yeah, like he was just like, fuck you. Like that was rough, dude. It was he tough did to everything watch. but bag, essentially. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what happened. It was. It was a tough game, and, and I'm no Bills fan, like, at all. Like, I'm not really Alan a Seahawks looked, fan either, but, Alan you know. looked like he bounced back, though. He's had a couple of down games the last few weeks, and came back with 31 of 38 for 415, three touchdowns, and one on the ground, and he got the job done. For sure, for sure. Well, I guess that's really all there is to talk about, unless you boys have anything else you want to discuss, any uh, sort of nonsense or anything like that. I'm, well, uh, I mean, we're – we're shooting this while the, the uh, Sunday night football game yeah. is going on. New Orleans up 7-0 on the Bucks. Uh It'll be interesting to see who wins this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, Brady last week won, but you got to think he's got more of a repertoire with his weapons. He's picked up more weapons since then. I I think the Bucks are going to win this game. Well, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I think the last time they met, the Saints won, right? Didn't they win the they did. first Week game? One, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ronald Jones has started to come into his own for Tampa Bay since then, and they really didn't have a run game in week one. It was really just all on Brady. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And one wait, of the isn't shining this... moments of my fantasy season trading that man away after they got Fournette. It, uh, isn't you know? Antonio Brown, this is his like debut with them, right? Yep. Has he done anything yet? Like, is there? Do you have a stat line on that? I mean, he hasn't been cut, so I guess he hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Do you have a stat line on him yet? Like, can you Google that? No. Like, I'll put some intermission music in here. Like, do 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 do. Oh, while you're doing that, why don't you shout out Alex Trebek? Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Bro, like resting in peace, like a living legend. It's a sad day for America, even though I think he's Canadian. <laughs> we want to do a background check on that, too. Yeah, yeah, we could do a background check on that, too. That's fine. Anything else we okay, want to talk about, boys? Back. He's wearing number 81, and he's got no catches. No catches. Nothing at all. I don't think he's a snap yet. How, how far into the game are we? We can't be but so far into it, though. That's the thing. Coach Bruce Arians says Brown could be on the field for as little as 10 snaps. Uh, I mean, right now we're at 425 in the first quarter, so I'm, I'm guessing they just haven't had success on offense. One, yeah. one player on the team put the potential range at 25 to 30 snaps for Brown. That's a lot. Yeah. It's more than a body dove. Yeah, for sure. I mean... We'll see what happens, and, and we'll recap it on uh, Friday's show, right? Absolutely. I want to talk briefly about the Clemson-Notre Dame game as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead, bro. Floor is yours. Uh, Trevor Lawrence out for the second week in a row. Notre Dame defeats Clemson 47-40 to in double OT. Notre Dame remains undefeated at 7-0. Clemson suffers their first loss. Uh, freshman quarterback DJ Ugalele. Think I got that right? That's not uh, no, that. it's Hawaiian <laughs> something. Don't that's not how you say that. That's, that's <laughs> not how you say that. I'm pretty sure like, it's not you like to Yeah, yeah, take you, yeah, you take, a, take a whack at it. Meets. Let's hear you take a whack at it. I think it's it. ukulele or something like that. Ugalele. Yeah, it's something like it's closer to that than ukulele. I, I know that. <laughs> I said ukulele, like Yugoslavia, <laughs> or you go fuck yourself. Wow. Wow, rude. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they win this game if, if Trevor Lawrence is in there for sure. I, I, I don't know either. Also, see. Notre Dame held Etienne to 28 yards on the ground, and Ian Book absolutely raised his draft stock. He knocked off Clemson. He had 300 yards to the ground, almost 75. I mean, 300 yards to the air, almost 75 on the ground, and three touchdowns. Yeah, Yeesh. and then the only other game I want to talk about really is Michigan losing to Indiana. The Hoosiers basketball team, apparently. Jesus. <laughs> Michigan, is it time to move on from Who do you the get, beloved though? alum Harbaugh? Who do you get, though? That's a, that's a fair question. Who do you I get? I don't know, but you got to think You're he's not looking. Urban Meyer. Oh, no, I, and USC should go after Urban Meyer because, I mean, the Pac-12 is basically irrelevant at this point. Yeah, Urban, Urban Meyer would make the Pac-12 relevant again. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, 
But you got to look at, he's got to be looking like I left the NFL for this. Like I have to recruit now. I have to deal with this crap. It's not yeah. what I thought it was going to be. Like, I, I was in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was in the Super Bowl <laughs> before he got fired. I mean, what what is going on? I'm about to go fucking two and six at Michigan. Why the fuck am I here? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I'm with but, you on that one. But uh, if you're Michigan, I don't know. I feel like he'd have to resign. I don't think Michigan's going to fire him. Well, I think it should be a, a handshake. It should be an actual well, mu- if, mutual right. parting. Is if, what if, he is gonna, like. if he is going to resign, it's going to be both both parties involved in it. It's not just yeah. Gonna be I mean, I, I think they're he... not going to be like, please stay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I drew up the paperwork for you right here. Here, no, just I actually had a copy in my back pocket. If you just want to sign. <laughs> it's actually uh, coming down to talk to you about that myself. I have Meech's but mom I'm... in my back pocket. And with wow. that, I think we can end the show. So wow. thanks for listening. Wow. We'll be back next wow. Friday with another episode. It'll be a little shorter than this one. We're going to try to do two a week. And uh, just follow us on all social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I don't think we're on Facebook because who the fuck cares about Facebook nowadays? It's all that. Stone Sports Podcast. I think the Twitter is a capital letter at each word, right, Dubs? That is correct, and I believe the Twitch is that as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, and Twitch, too, which we're going to be putting some videos up on very soon. Any last words from the boys? I feel like Meech just needs to say something instead of just getting shunned and shut down like Party. <laughs> like, just like Party just did to him. I mean, I had to do it to him. Do it, it, was, to him. it was rude. It was rude. Go Dodgers. Go Lakers. Title Town, USA. Lakers, That's fuck it. That's all I got to say. Fuck L.A. Boston. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, Mets. I'm in love with Meech's mom. That was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire inside a train wreck.